This is Merchandise Mart. Transfer to Brown Line Trains at Merchandise Mart. I don't know why. I don't know why I give a shit, but so, yeah, maybe right? it's just you know trying to be a perfectionist. Well, welcome again to the Wise and Know Weekly Wrap Up. First of post COVID, oh, got yeah. again uh, with me, Brett Charles Taylor, <laughs> the BCT. <laughs> yes, BCT. Uh, or Frosty, for, if you know me from my college days. Frosty. People said, this is how mean people are in this <clears throat> universe. I was in the best shape of my entire life when I was in the Marines. Fighting I mean, And because I was hanging out with all these meatheads, they even then they said I was fat with skinny arms like a snowman. <laughs> and they nicknamed me Frosty <laughs> just because my biceps weren't 47 inches thick. Like... I'm like, that's fantastic. How do I have a fat nickname when I was in the Marines? Yeah. It's bullshit. So I mean, I'll take it now. Like you call me Frosty now. It makes sense. I am fat with skinny arms. Oh, that is so good. But that's a Marine nickname. That's bullshit. (laughs) And you have to own it, right? It's like any, (laughs) any, any nickname you get in college or the military. I know. know. The harder you fight it, the more it sticks. So I just Mm -hmm. owned it. I owned it. That's hilarious. I know that's not where you wanted to go. No, that is where I want to go for sure. No, yeah. no, no. Thank you for coming back on. Like I said, uh, we we had you on for the first episode of 2020. And what we're doing now is just kind of re- revisiting everybody for the first of the year because obviously the world is burning and uh, it's totally upside down now. It so totally upside down. Um, and uh, yeah, so how, how was the rest of your, how, was it, how did your year start off? I mean, I guess it is kind of the six month catch up too, right? Yeah. Because it is June. It's like halfway. That's what I was saying. It's like, uh, it's, it's like half, you know, halfway through the year. Oh, we got a cool. Uh, oh, a timer. Now the pressure's on. Oh, the my God. Black, a little sand The timer. black sand of, you know, your, the rest of your life. Damn it. Oh, man. Real quick. Sorry. I know we're hopping all over the place. Shout out to Buckley Redner and Scandinavian Spaces for hosting uh, not only this podcast right now, but uh, my team. Uh, with uh, Mark and Kristen over here in the showroom today, and uh, we're working out of here this showroom's week. Showroom's so. amazing. Yes, showroom's Green amazing. Wall is Green Wall is really nice. I mean, you th- you know. I mean, you guys got to get one. I well, mean, we, get we, one now. <clears throat> the thing is, here's what we know post COVID. Yeah. Is that you need more of this in your life? You need more green. You need more healthy lifestyle. You do. You need more fresh air. You do. You need. It doesn't actually matter so much about what you touch. I know everybody's getting all freaked out. It's get over that. Get over it. Get over it. Get over it. Okay. Just <laughs> get yourself some fresh air, some healthy air. If you see someone coughing, run. If it looks like the guy is just hanging out, you can probably go see him and say hi to him. And maybe, shockingly, shake his hand. <laughs> and maybe give your best friend a hug and say, I miss you, buddy. Yeah. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Well, what are some of the most interesting things you've seen since COVID regarding design? Like the fresh air, the green, I mean, I the, a- the HVAC, I, I think you, it was huge. You know, so here, here's the tangent. Here's the tangent that was that actually, this is actually really interesting from a design standpoint. And <clears throat> I, I didn't actually even think about this till just now. But so everybody's running, everybody in our industry is running like out of the shoot, right? Oh yeah. After the shock and awe, everybody is like, "All right, what's what? How do we get ahead of this? How do right. we get ahead of this?" 
you know, developers are thinking it. We're thinking it. CBRE is thinking it. Furniture yeah. guys are thinking it. Everybody yeah. and their mother is thinking about it. You know, it's like it was like it was like a race. It was like it was literally like there was no Olympics this year, but there were like there was the content <laughs> thought leadership Olympics, and it was oh like who could get the shit out faster? And Gensler was Gensler was like they were like they were they were juicing, they were like steroiding up, like they were like how much shit can we get out? They oh, were yeah. putting the first month they were putting out like ten things a day. Oh like, yeah, and we were on calls like. Get it out there. 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 And it was like you pause for half a second. Hey, Brett, I didn't see an email from you in the last ten minutes. Get it out there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, you guys are killing me. I'm like, I actually have projects under construction right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm tapped out. Like, I'll I get to it. I literally tapped out. I was like, I'm out of the octagon. You guys go have your battle royale. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I got to tap it out. Was, like you burn. You guys burn. You burn my wick at both ends. I got nothing left. I'm done. There was so many people. But out. here's so back to my original thought. So Olympics. what's interesting? What's interesting is that we were um, we were working on a project, um, early stages of the design, right? So like kind of in this sweet spot of like where everybody's talking about the um, what the. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry to distract. I didn't know. I already thinking about like what's the future of like of spec office, right? Like what th- we were already <coughs> kind of thinking about this this project of like um, like outside of the amenity warfare which was going on. Like what's what's the next evolution for like for tenants or innovation tenants or like how do you what's what are people really looking for in the this dynamic universe right like, yeah like instead of instead of giving somebody you know like this lounge space and a game space which you know is probably nice to have but not depending on the density of and of the surrounding areas i mean there's probably bars and restaurants at that time there were you know there were bar and restaurants that were serving that same purpose like so did you really need did the building really need to provide it to get tenancy right there's so many gyms and there's so many things like were they what does this really was it really what's driving or was it just like did the standard get set and then everybody was just like well yeah if i don't have it i'm not even looking right it's like you know it's like the two bedroom two bath you know equation right it's like if you don't have it then you're not even looking but right but do you really need two bedrooms two bath right right did you really do you really need it or is it just like the standard that you set that the world set for you yeah so we started looking at um we started looking at like do we just build like outdoor? Do we just put all the money in just in just giving tenants their own outdoor space that they can do whatever they want, like base building? Do you do? Um, and here's where it got. Here's where they, it overlapped a lot. Like, and do you just do? Do you just start doing gender neutral bathrooms? Yeah. And individual stall, you know, gender neutral. You have you know, and you and you just do a total instead of having men women, you just have a toilet block slightly more expensive right because mm-hmm. you're building walls for the ceiling you have all these things you know the question of safety comes up and all these things of course but one of the biggest things that came out of post-covid was like individual bathrooms right so it was like we like those two thoughts <laughs> like in this one project yeah like they merged and like they come out we you know we're coming we're you know we're heading in the next design phase now and um they're like we're like well yeah Toilet's done because they already we already made the decision to go for this general neutral block and it the general neutral block basically meets 
every single requirement that all the post all the post COVID guys are saying. Yeah. So like that little bit of money for one purpose is actually the best solution for this other purpose. So yeah. it makes you start wondering like how, you know, how many of these things are you purposely segregating and purposely doing that are like, you were doing it as part of like, this is the way we always do it. This is the way we always do it. Oh my God. It. Yeah. I mean, I it's think it's like the word I, I, you, there's nothing, there's nothing in the industry that makes me want to mentally punch you in the face. than like somebody say, I'm We've like, why do we do time. this? This is why we, this is, how, this is how we always do it. Yeah. Right. This is how it's always been done. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, like, people... I literally, I literally, it gets, I, I have to internalize that anger so much because it's like, I get, I get told all the time that I have like a, a harsh personality, but yeah. Um, me too. I just, I just can't take, <laughs> I just can't take that answer. It yeah. did make no, me, I agree. there's nothing in this world that makes me more angry. Yeah then that's the way it always, that's just the way it is. Well, post COVID has definitely changed the game. Right. And it's definitely, yeah. well, since we've done it that way all the time, doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to be the same way. Just staying on the topic of, uh, uh, the gender neutral bathrooms and just bathrooms in general. I know you have to correct me if I'm wrong or maybe you don't know this, but the code for each bathroom, if it had a urinal, it needed a, or if it had a toilet and needed a stand-up urinal as well, didn't that change this year or something like that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, 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 I remember can't get it was like the, something, I, there is, something yeah. like that where, it, something, where they needed it. There are code. Yeah, I think because it I changes think some of the things, right? It's like the plumbing code and all these things. You have to start looking at it. Yeah. You know, it's, you have to start really – I think that's – it's the logical next evolution. But I think – but it's – yeah. I mean, I, you've seen so many things come out about all the, you know, post-COVID. I mean – the air filtration is like this is this like crazy thing, but the Atlantic just put out this article. It was talking, you know, it did all this, it, all this real world data from like infection rates in China, right uh-huh. after this thing, and all of the, all these places that like people were really getting infected, were um, maybe it wasn't the Atlantic, so don't quote me on that. It was. <laughs> anyway, a very reputable publication. I'll, I'll that, look it up. I'll look it up, or uh, you'll send it to me, and I'll post it. The, with it was it, it really it literally had to do with single spaces and the airflow. I mean, a lot of people know this, right? There was like there was that famous restaurant in China. There was one sick person sitting at a table. The the exhaust of the AC was behind him. I don't I don't know this blew. story. So, is this a true it, story? Yeah, no, no. This is this is documented now. This is so he was infected. And in the air path between him and the return, like everybody in that path got infected. Like everybody else on the other side of the restaurant in the same space he was in, nope, nothing. But because he was sick and like the airflow, like he, he was like his, because that's how yeah, it was yeah, his his germs. Air transmitted. Yeah. Like they all got sick. Not everyone, but like, yeah. but, er, but it, like <clears throat> most people got sick in most the Most people in the got way. sick that were in that air path. But so like air filtration, and if you think about that situation, air filtration does nothing. Yeah. It, it literally does nothing. Yeah. Because the guy, people were already sick. By the time I got to the return air and was filtrated, <laughs> those people were already done. They were already cooked. Now, is this, and they were is, talking this the about co- is this COVID or is COVID? this just yeah, like yeah, in, no, in general? Oh, this is COVID. Specifically oh, so COVID. He, so the, the guy that was sick with COVID. Now, we're going to definitely have to look this story no, up. No, it's, it's true. So he was it's sitting in true. front of, he was sitting in the restaurant. And then the return was uh, down the way, and everybody got sick that way. Yeah, between oh the God. exhaust and the return, in the restaurant. But they were looking. No, but they did. They did all these other studies. Now they're like, they're like uh, other infection rates. Like people, like a guy that was in an office, like 
everybody was in within the airspace of him yeah. on his Pacific floor, they had an infection rate. But even though this is why I'm saying the contact thing is just a myth, right? For the especially for COVID, even though people were saying it lives longer on surfaces and everything. Yeah. The um even though he's in this busy office building and he was going up and down the elevator and he was doing all this other stuff, no one else got sick. Literally nobody else in the entire, this giant office building got transmitted, but the people within his vicinity got sick because of, because this thing, the more and more, I mean, there's a lot more data to do. I'm not a scientist or an expert or anything <laughs> great I clarification am, I am everybody Taylor, just and this is this is only me talking this is a casual conversation um, no <laughs> no but it's interesting to start i mean i guess what's interesting to see is like you have you do have to understand like how these things are transmitted and, yeah. and understand the but it does it does seem that the ma- you know masks and distance actually which is the majority of what everybody has been asked to do that is the biggest way to prevent Mm-hmm. the transmission right yeah. and so that's why that's why you see cities now they're opening but they want you to you know they're sitting out people are sitting outside right like they're they're talking i mean i think it's awesome like in the summer they're close they're talking in the city our city and other cities closing out streets and letting restaurants expand their outdoor seating you know into the you know you kind of just create this public yeah you know these public uh dining areas so that people can be ex- outside and then you're not you don't have to worry about filtering air. You just recirculate. You know, there people are just coughing into the universe, and, and everybody's <laughs> fine, right? So I think it's. Um, so anyway, I mean, I, I just think I think it's I think I think a lot of the post-COVID like building infant uh, you know interventions that people are talking about are probably the majority of them have to do with touching surfaces. Yeah, and I think all those are just kind of a waste of time. Yeah, I think it's going to be proven that at the end of the day, you know, wash your hands <laughs> like they, like the world's been saying for since like the bubonic plague. Yeah, that my mom's been you yelling know, like, at me for for years. Your, yeah. Wash your hands. Yeah. You know, right. like, right. you know, like it's not that big of a deal because mm-hmm. they were even saying like there was an article. There was actually another thing that just came out about the dangers of like per, it was actually talking to designers and it was like the danger of talking about antimicrobial surfaces and products because that really has little it literally has little evidence of preventing transmission and it was like the the simplest way to prevent transmission is cleaning surfaces with soap and water and washing your hands with soap and water yeah. it's like literally all this other shit is just complete bullshit. It's just complete <laughs> and utter bullshit. It's like it's like where really smart people want to find like instead of the easiest solution being the solution, like there's that propensity of like no, there must be some innovation that gets that per, that gets me beyond that simple solution, but in the end of the day that's why it's a simple solution. Yeah. Wash your hands. So what And are then they- you don't need to have like you don't need to have copper infused keychains. You know, and push button things and like, you know, those guys have probably made a shit ton of money. A shit ton of money, I'm sure. Like there's that one that you see all the time now, that one little key. You pull the door, you push a button. Yeah, Yeah, that brass one or whatever. I mean, I would. I wish I would have thought of it, or I had the. I mean, I could have thought of it, but I had no mechanism to make. Well, three D printer. I mean, there there was a guy around the corner of me had he had a full uh, cardboard box and he printed a bunch and there he just said take one, so. (sighs) But, you know, we all have ideas, Brett. It's okay. 
But what happened to the uh, Olympics? So what else did you see with uh, people rushing out to get out their information? I mean, I saw a lot of stuff. I mean, CBREs, no, as far I mean, as firms are concerned, I mean, Eastlake did a really good, did you see Eastlake's uh, yeah. recap? Yeah. They did a really good one. Um, CBRE, I think CBRE hit it the hardest. They had that, yeah. they had that, their, their stuff. I mean, this is just a, a pause. I do work at Gensler, but I'm just saying. No, it's okay. It's okay it, to. <laughs> there's a. I think there's a. I think give there props. Was a, there was a rush. No, there was a. There's a rush to monetize this thing, and there's a rush to be like the thought leadership. And I think oh, they right. both have value, right? So like you can be seen as an in, you. There's a there's a market perception of being an industry leader and a thought leadership in Agreed. anything, whether Agreed. it was sustainability when it was, whether it was CAD proficiency when that was, whether it was whatever. You know, you knew exterior walls better than the next guy. So I think that some, you know, I think the balance of that too in finding people work, there's been people are, you know, there is a need to try to monetize the thought leadership, which there is a value to that. Um, but I think, you know, the problem was like CBREs and all these other guys, they operate on a different business model. So they're easily able to provide thought leadership for free because their business is on brokerage, right? So they mm -hmm. don't, they don't. Yeah necessarily care as much like design professionals they we, only way we make money is like where people pay us for the ideas and the thoughts and the expertise yeah. that we have so it, it's hard it's a harder sell so i mm -hmm. think that's where i think that's where unfortunately i think that dust has to settle on that piece too because it's it's the um some of the best thoughts and some of the best ideas maybe people may be keeping them closer to their chest because there is a value to knowing that, to yeah. knowing that, yeah, and so for I'm not not a judgment. It's just right or wrong. Yeah, some people are keeping those ideas closer to their clients or closer to the people that they're working with, and not necessarily opening it like CBRE did, which is which is actually I mean necessary and fine, but it's like everybody's going to approach this in their own way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I I mean this is just I mean this is how you can relate it. Like I still find language in contracts that have additional service charges for CAD operations. That's just a leftover because of like way back when it's like, <laughs> Hey, we used to, we hand draw. If you want it in CAD, we have to charge you extra. <laughs> it's like, if you want to, and then it was like when BIM came out, if you wanted, we do CAD, but if you wanted, if you want a Revit model, yeah. we'll charge you extra. Yeah. But now, no, well, now I think you provide a Revit model, you provide a lead checklist. Sure. You, you you are, you still there is a you still have to charge money to do lead documentation. But if someone goes to you and says, "Hey, I don't want to document it, but I want to lead silver building," right? You're not getting extra money for that. They're just no. gonna it, it. If that's just the standard that they want, the basis of design, it's not like you can go. Well, all right. I I mean, I give you a normal building, but if you want to lead silver, it's like a hundred grand. Like they're like, no. Yeah. Just give me a good design. Yeah, I know, I know. So, well, yeah, that's what everybody used, but, builds. No, but it was, but it, but you know what I mean. When US, when it, for when when that first came out, if someone's yeah. like, "Oh, you want to be progressive?" All right, I got to put a little more thought into it. I got to put a little more effort into it. I got to think a little bit more. That comes with the cost, and now it's normal, right? Yeah. The COVID shit is going to be the same thing, right? Yeah. You're gonna there's going to be this there's going to be a brief period where everybody's going to thought it, there is a value to it, but at some point it's like the dust's going to settle, and everybody's going to be like, "I want a healthy building." that's the expectation of my design professional. You give me a healthy building yeah, and that's it. So like that's where well and fit well, I think they're the ones who are going to be like, 
um, those programs must be just like they just Killing. must be yeah loving loving it yeah. Um, well, Fitwell did a little promo and and well, I believe through for for COVID people uh, to get uh, certified, I yeah. believe throughout this process too. But I think what you know the way I look at it is. You know why are there barriers so more barriers up right like you're breaking down those barriers as far as like lead, being thought leaders and and being first to the market on some of that stuff i mean it's sure you're spreading that knowledge with everybody but um you know i think it like why can't someone who offers design services sit down with someone else who offers design services like it, it's totally i think it's it, I, like I understand it's a competition, but I still feel in its business, but I still feel like people can converse. And I don't think that at least in my experience and career, like yeah. people don't really talk to other people who work at other firms and share no. talk, like actually shop talk. Um, and if you have a relationship with them, maybe. But I, I don't know. That's just no, my experience. Isn't it rare? But I mean, I mean it, we could, it's like we, we could have a whole nother podcast about my extreme frustration with our yeah our general pro- our general profession which is like there's no you can't there's literally no other profession you can think of that like oh this, so timer, hel- this timer went out how long do we think that was 30 minutes the sands of time if we have up, no if we, time we look up at the sun what do we think uh, i mean that's like 30 minutes that's not no that timer. was like 15 15 minutes right i mean i have no sense of time I mean, in 20 minutes, maybe I've literally my whole sense of time and days and whatever. <laughs> Where are like, we right now? I'm like literally have cut it off. Like, I don't know. It doesn't. The days, the days of the week do not matter. Time of day does not matter. Like, like there's, <laughs> week, there's, there's weekdays. Though. There's weekdays where I'll binge shows till four in the morning and be like, well, ah, what the hell? Who gives a shit? Because like. I'll just get up. I don't have to shower. I'll just, I'll take, I'll, I'll take all the, I'll put a polo on and like yeah. have my freaking underwear underneath and no one knows. And I'm not gonna, and then, or you just don't put the video on. You're like, I'm not no video today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so no, funny. there's no time and space to not matter. Like <laughs> Einstein is right. Like it's like everything is just connected to nothing. So not to cut you off on that one, but your frustration with the general practice. There's no other is there's no other industry that what? What were you gonna say? No, that like we cut ourselves off. We cut our we cut ourselves off at the knees to just in in spite of our next guy. Yeah. Like we are we are happy. We're so happy to be like, oh, there's no way in hell I'm letting that guy get the job. I'll just cut myself off. I'm just gonna I'll just cut half myself off. And I'll just, I'll, I, free. I'll just do it for whatever it takes. <laughs> I mean, I'll lose my ass just so you don't get the job. Yeah. Like where, where, I mean, where does that come? I mean, like, like there's no doctors and lawyers and like plumbers and like car mechanics. And I mean, like nobody else, <laughs> I mean, I nobody else. There may be some they're other like, people that do like, that. This yeah. they like at some point they're like, if you want, if you want, a fucking Big Mac, it's 99 cents. That's it. You want it for 97? Fuck you. Go to Wendy's. <laughs> but architects, yeah, how do, how but do architects you are like, that, oh, you really want my Big Mac? All right. All right. Uh, for you, I'll give it to you for 57 cents. 57 <laughs> cents. It cost me, I know it cost me 75 cents to make this Big Mac, but I know you're going to buy another one for me for a dollar later. You probably don't, won't, and you never do, but I kid myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> that even though I'm selling you this first one for 57, you're going to love it so much. You're going to pay a dollar for the next one. And I'll average 57 plus 75, whatever you are. God, you're going into a lot of math. I, so I, I messed that math up, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, like I, know, I know what you mean. And I, I and I hear I, I, I hear all this antitrust. There's like all these weird things, antitrust, AI, fuck something up. I don't know all the history about it, but I always hear this stuff. And like the AIA can't. I know that for sure the AIA has got some weird rules imposed on them that they can't actually talk about. They can talk in generalities, but they can't actually talk about mm -hmm. fee structures or anything yeah. like that as an organization. Oh, yeah. But do you know who that AIA president is now? The guy with the glasses? Uh, the national White, president, the uh, Pachaka Chak guy. Oh yeah, yeah, Peter Exley. Yeah, Peter, I know him yeah. really well. <clears throat> well, I I was at a panel discussion or whatever, and uh, he was moderating, and they were talking about uh, emerging firms coming into the market, and there was maybe three or four people up there, and I asked the question, um, how do you guys win work without undercutting or pricing yourself out and undercutting the industry? Asked the question, everybody was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter was like, no, 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 we're not talking about that. And I go, oh, okay, like, I was just curious, didn't mean to ruffle any feathers. And he was like, oh, yeah, we'd rather not talk about it. And then he came up to me after, he's like, yeah, you know, we, we can't really talk about that. Like, there's been some history, and I didn't really dive yeah. into it. But, yeah, it's like a huge, no, there's, it's there a was huge an anti thing. I don't know what... I don't have any of my facts. I, I don't know the facts. I do about want it. to invite Peter on this podcast. No, too. but yo, he's, oh man, yeah. Peter Exley is, yeah. I need to get him on. Well, uh, tonight no, is but there's the, a, there's uh, an antitrust. But just to finish that thought, there yeah, is yeah. A, somewhere in AI's history there was an antitrust lawsuit brought by the federal government against AIA. AI did not. They should have at the time. Whoever was in charge back then, they fucked up. They should have fought that thing tooth and nail. Instead. Because they were like, well, we're just a professional organization. We don't need to worry about it. Mm -hmm. We'll just set, we'll settle, whatever. And here we are. Here we are. Gotcha. So they like, they really. They are we really, talking like way back in time, or like the nineties? No, like, no. Are we talking I mean, like the seventies? No, I think it's. I think it's actually. I think my my. How do I say this without sounding like an idiot? My the impression I've always been given <laughs> is that this happened a long time ago. Gotcha define long time in your own perspective <laughs> i mean we got the sand here we got time the sand, sand here time. you know um do you want some more of that by the way you i do you okay um peter exley by the way for those who don't know is like one of those amazing human beings in the history of human beings yeah he like pachaka cha like his firm i mean to start a firm that's called architecture is fun like, yeah that is amazing yeah his wife's amazing. Like they are just ah. Uh, he is. He's an example to all of us. I mean, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he was um, selected to be the national president. Yeah, because that I was think that was last May, right? Or yeah. So he's like president elect. Day. He's president elect this year. Yeah. Um. But it's you know it's like any elections. You never know how you know our country's diverse. I think he was really worried because he. Those who don't know who he is, um, he's actually was born in England mm -hmm. so he you know he's lived in the US forever um, for but he you know but he, so he has an accent you know it's like when you're when you're talking you know when you're talking about a national election for anything in our country like yeah all these things like are you 
you know bubble up yep you know the, mm. your your accent can be against you you know are you you know are you know your firm is called architecture is fun are you really that serious about architecture you know it's it, i was really close with him when he was campaigning that you know for yeah. the thing and it was like it's really interesting like he i i mean this is totally side but this is yeah. i think it's interesting I, in the sociology way right it's like and this is a God, I hate politics, but it's like, but it's interesting when you see it in the microcosm of like your profession and these things like he dresses. Um, I mean, his, his clothing, I think it's um, eccentric. I was going to say eccentric, but I'm trying to I was trying to be eccentrics like I know it, it's not really eccentric. it's not really eccentric, but it's he's definitely um, he definitely has a style. <laughs> I'd say like yeah. he has a specific he definitely ha- he's definitely has a, a style, a style that he has created for that for himself and that that's his it's a style like but for sure for sure people some people would call it eccentric or whatever Mm -hmm. i find it somewhere in the middle but but literally when he was out and he was he was having a conversation with a woman from um a a conservative state i won't say where but the the, um no but she was like she's like she's like i she this i was literally standing with him this is what she said She's like Peter. I, you know, I agree with everything. I agree with everything you're saying. Like, I really, I, I fully support. Like, I support who you are and like all of, you know, everything you stand about. And I, I think you'd be amazing representative of of architects in our profession and everything. She's like, but I literally, I just, I with good conscience, I can't vote with you because of the way you dress. God damn. I mean, I'm literally not kidding you. Like her. Her entire thing was like, I, I fundamentally believe in your character, your integrity, your thoughts, your ability to make our profession better. But at the end of the day, I can't support you because I don't agree with the way you dress. <laughs> I mean, what the ridiculous? Fuck? I mean, what ridiculous. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's like it just like it blows. It just yeah. blows. Well, my I mean, there's people out there like that, mind. you know. <laughs> There are people like that. I get it, but it's just like it blows my it just blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind. So what what were they going to say this year cuz the AIA convention got canceled. It was in May, supposedly in May, but it got canceled. And, and where was, was it, it? Where was, was it this year? I don't know. Cuz last year was in LA. Last year was in Vegas and then this year was going to be in LA? Right. Uh I was no, last it was year. LA. No, it was LA this year. It was good. it was going to be in LA this year. Yes. Yeah, uh, that was the Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that sounds we, right. We got to fact check. LA that. sounds right. I mean, fucking April, May, they're, they're all blur. Because it's back in Chicago, and it's in Chicago next year. Yeah, I think so. I think it's actually due to be in Chicago, LA, then Chicago. Interesting. We'll look. Or it maybe, up. whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure. It's Chicago within a couple of years. Okay. I mean, Chicago, they rotate like like a few. Yeah, of this, yeah. a f- it, It's not like it's really not that many places. Yeah. Like, I actually don't understand why they ever have it in Vegas. Though. Wow. Architecturally, yeah, I'll tell you why. No, but I, I mean, all right, fine, I get it. I mean, everybody thinks the the architects are stuffy, but you know, okay. throw them out in Vegas. Look, look, I, <laughs> look. People are gonna have a good time. I got married in Vegas <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Oh. Like I know, I know, understand <laughs> why people like Vegas. Yeah, but I just in the architecture universe, I'm not 
hundred mm-hmm. percent convinced mm-hmm. on Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, w- w- no, no, you're fine. So the rush for, um. The the arm not not the arms race. I don't want to use those words. The rush for getting out information during COVID it was a thought Olympics. Was very very uh, uh, high stress, and it was intense, there man. was a lot of. I mean, even salespeople. I mean, the I don't, I'm sure those emails don't even get to your email as well. But the vendors, the manufacturers. I mean, it, everybody was just freaking out and yeah. trying to share things and see different. Uh, ways to get in front of people right and it's uh it's been interesting to see and, and we're we're like fresh out of you know uh hibernation so it's yeah. gonna be interesting to see how everything moves um i i the the one presentation that i saw that was really good you got that you got it okay <laughs> uh was an ogilvy presentation about how um brands handled it and how they like altered their things so it was an interesting advertising that the best right. presentation that i saw was from advertising for sure out of yeah. COVID. um but well, advertising is somewhat easier right i mean it's like you yeah well yeah you take you take a story and you you ride with it right or you you twist it yeah. or you create a narrative when around make, it when you gotta take like when you gotta take a very small sample of information and then <laughs> convince somebody who's going to spend 200 million to build a building that's going to last yeah. for 50 plus years and say no no i know it's only been three months but i i've i've literally got it all fucking figured out <laughs> it's exactly what you need to do Inve- no no look no 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 Seriously, I know I hear you, but no, I know, no, I know, no, yeah. I know, I know. You know, you're paying me. I, I mean, I get it. We're like, yes. I mean, I'm the expert. No, no. I, no, I hear you, but listen to me. No, come on. There you go. Just, just write the check. There I know go. what I'm doing. There you go. And the, and and all the guys are like, ah, uh, I don't think I'm gonna write the check right now. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I like you, but <laughs> I'm not. Like, how about let's uh, let's reconvene. Like at first it was like. I don't want to write the check right now. Like, let's reconvene by like, how about June? Like we'll talk in June. Yeah. And then June gets close and everybody's like, Oh, June's coming up. We're about to get that check. We're about to get started. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, I was just watching, you know, uh, Jersey shore reruns. And like, those kids are crazy. I don't know. What, <laughs> you know, let's like, let's push it back a month. Like how about July? Like we'll talk, let's talk, let's talk in July. Some people are like, Dude, seriously, like I'm just gonna take the summer off now. I mean, I'm not. I don't. We're I'm still not, talking about advertising. No, I'm just talking about the world. <laughs> the world. The world that like wants to write checks. Like the, the people that want to spend money. They're like, oh, just you're like, saying yes in general. Yeah, they're just like, absolutely. It's like everybody push it. Everybody thought like, no, seriously. People thought people were like, the. I remember when this first happened. The most pessimistic view people had was like beginning of June. Oh yeah, that was the most pessimistic people were getting, at the at the onset, if beginning of June. Seriously, no. Like, like, like last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was the most pessimistic. That was the most pessimistic outlook people were having. Gotcha. They're like, all right, this is gonna happen. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a few months, but it's like mm-hmm. the most pessimistic. That like beginning of June. It's gonna be the beginning of June because everybody's like giving like six week outlooks or whatever. Yeah. And and people are like, no, no, it's gonna be beginning of June. And now it's like. We're done for the year. It's done for the year. 
<laughs> I mean, seriously, we're done well, for the I year. Mean, I think April, we're done for the year. April and May. I mean, that the the heads that rolled in. Uh, it's so weird using uh, euphemisms now. Is it euphemisms? Heads are gonna yeah. roll. Yeah, I think so. But whatever. Who the people who got laid off and let go and furloughed in April? I think uh, that was a pretty. Uh, I mean, th- those are, those were drastic measures because I think the, the the outlook was just so random, and yeah. I think a lot of people, some people use it in the correct way. Obviously, some people snuck some things in there to like old people or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. But um, I think at the end of May, yeah, you're about right. Mid May, end of May, people were it was really starting to sink in. Like, oh shit! Like this is gonna be a big issue. Like regardless of what industry, yeah. a- at least for us, um, yeah. I think it was was pretty crazy. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I mean, the toughest thing, the toughest thing about this whole thing and, and I'm, you know, in 2007, eight, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I was in a slightly different position than I'm in now. Um, where I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't responsible for as many people. I mean, I'm older now. I mean, yeah. So I'm not, you know, I haven't had to, I haven't had to deal with, um, I didn't deal with the repercussions of the projects I had that were that we're going down or whatever in the same kind of things I'm doing now in predictions. But now I have, I actually have more, um, I'm closely, I'm more closely connected to the operations and studios and like how, how people go. But I, the difference, I think the fundamental difference for me in the, in the two is that the first, you know, 2000, do you think, do people just say 2008? Is it like, is that the, def- is like, yeah, I think that's it. It's like people just say year. 2008, right? Yeah. It hit like, I mean, it hit like a freaking, you know, uh, like an anvil. Like it was just like right over See, your I head. See, I was relatively still unaware in 2008. So I don't know right. exactly but I mean, but how I mean, it, it happened. But I mean, it was really quick. I mean, people, yeah. like the economy stopped. I mean, it stopped like a brick, like you hit a brick wall. I Did mean, it? it stopped. Like it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it was just. It was. Uh, it was way, way more abrupt than this, right? It was just. It was like the crash happened, and it was like, it was literally. It felt like everybody ran into a brick wall. It was like everything, like just hit a brick wall, and it was just like, the, and, every, and the wheels just fell off everything. Jeez. It was like damage control. But the, but the difference is, is because it was like so. It was so immediate and so sudden. And it was true. Like there was like, I mean, there was massive layoffs. There was like everything, but everything happened so fast. But the difference too was, is that the world didn't, the world didn't really stop running. Right. Like people's access, really what happened is people's access to money, which is important in the world we live in, people's access to money like stopped, right? Like banks were fucked up. So like people couldn't get money to do all the downhill effects of all Mm -hmm. that. People were over leveraged and all this stuff. The trickle down. <laughs> but the but the reality is is like it wasn't like the the world still was <clears throat> the still the world was still operating. So like if you were if you were in our profession and like you lost your job, it may not have been your first choice, but you could go you could you could go find a bar somewhere and bartend or you could wait tables or you could like there was there were other opportunities. Like people like went back to school, like people that were young and were like that were maybe getting ready to graduate we're like well i'm just gonna stay in school there's no reason for me to go in the marketplace i'll just stay in school and get a another degree or extend my degree or Mm -hmm. whatever because it's like there was no 
but you don't even but it's like there were and then the, the federal government and everybody else like they were like all right here's a problem then they could they it took i mean it takes time it's a big fucking mess like but they could stimulate the they knew exactly what they could do like debatably obviously because nothing's easy in this universe but like they're like intuitively you put a bunch of new cash in the universe in a cash strapped <laughs> universe then it's gonna eventually help people somewhere and it did but now like and the difference is, is like nobody know nobody like it's like this thing happened it was like a slower burn yeah so n- no one really knew how to react and as we all sit right here right here and right now like you don't you can't go get a bartending job. Like you can't go back to school. You don't even know if you're fucking. If you're in school right now, you don't even know. You don't <laughs> come September. You don't even know if you're going to. If you're going to school or yeah. you're still like you're gonna be taking your classes from your house. Like yeah. you have no idea. Like that's so it's like there's. What I think what's the most frustrating. So you're saying there's no comparison. Because I don't think there's a comparison. No, I don't think there's a comparison. Yeah. No, no, I'm, okay. not saying that, I'm not saying they're the same. I'm saying right. no, I, no. I'm saying you, they're fundamentally different. Different. Right. Yeah, in yeah. the sense that. I feel like there's so it didn't feel like it in 2008 that you had any control over your destiny. But in rea- now, when you look when you look at with this lens, you're like, holy shit! Like you had way you had so much control. It sucked. It sucked. But you had so much control of your destiny. Right now, like you have no. There's like you have no. You like leave no control. Yeah. You have no control over your yeah. destiny. Like I tried to get home on. I mean, this is not related to COVID, but like. <laughs> but it's like it's related and not related. Like, I was I was trying to get back into the city. I was trying to get home. I, I was just trying to get home on a Saturday night. On a, it's not Saturday. It's Saturday afternoon. I couldn't. I literally could not get home. Yeah, because well, of did like you go, did you go downtown? I couldn't get home at all. I know, but were you downtown trying to get home? No, I was out. I was outside of down. I lived downtown. Yeah, yeah. And like, because everything was just. I mean, literally yeah. could not get home. Yeah, no. No one would let me go home. Crazy. National Guard wouldn't let me go home. I literally had to sleep on the couch in my brother's house. I'm like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, I'm like, I fundamentally can't, I can't get home mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, that's, I literally don't want to get into that. Topic, yeah, but different topic. It is different compo- podcast. But different it, no, but it's compounded, right? It's compounded. It's absolutely. Like it's, absolutely. It's not. It's relative. It would, um, somewhat. Yeah, I think every. I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, <laughs> whatever. The it would have like slide. It There's a slope right here. You're just kind of like teetering on. It would have happened anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's like whatever. There's some middle ground in there. Yeah. There's no, COVID had a COVID had a COVID. It's and Everybody up. had. There's, there's some measure in there. I don't know where it is. Yeah, it's all fucked up. But it's all, it's like. It's like gasoline to a gasoline fire. Yeah, for sure. It's fucked up for and sure. That's, um, that's all I can say about that. Well, I mean, I, I still get myself wanna, in trouble. Not that I'm anybody get in trouble with. I know I got you. Um, no, it's just fucked up. I mean, that's that's all you can really say. Uh, and I'm not gonna really complain. I couldn't get home. I was fine to sleep on my couch. <laughs> I understand why. <laughs> just for the record, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I mean, well, you probably gonna get home because I, I was out convenient. there. I was out there on Saturday night. Uh, Walking, I yeah. forgot where we, we were in Humble Park, but I forgot where the um, uh, where the route went. Um, 
But anyways, uh, I want to ask you about the comedy stuff. You said you did a podcast recently. What what was that one about? Or what are you what are you kind of diving into there? Um, because we talked about it the last time. Yeah. So so since then, um, a couple of us have got together. A guy uh, that I was in um, second city with, he started a podcast called uh, Laugh and Learn with Vern. Laugh and Learn with Vern. His last name is Vernston. Gotcha. Um. So decent hook for okay. a podcast. I like it. And so he what are you learning? No, so here's Okay, are you doing there. the pitch? Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. I mean no what's surprising is like he has a different he has a slightly different angle, but then the end goal is kind of the same. Like he um he invites people that he knew that he knows through the Second City universe. Um but he does half kind of improv like kind of stuff and then he does the other half is more uh it's a little broader topic because he, people have different careers but it's like more about um life lessons and like did how did it, how did it, how does comedy or improv like help that or not mm-hmm. help that and like so it's like it's it's still a loose format but it's that's the learned part right it's like talking about life lessons and how you got to the career you got to and nice. eyes of second city. And then we actually, and, but we also spent half the time just playing improv games. Cause we're just all, bullshit. yeah, we're all through, we all, you, up through the is it city. all through zoom or how does he, is, does he have a he video through, component um, to it? Yeah. He did it through it's online. Um, no, he had an app. I don't know what the app is actually. Cause he just, he, it was really slick. Actually. He, it was a, he has a program that's set up with all of his stuff and it texts you a link and then you have you use your phone you use your phone it texts you the link and then you join the recording and then it's like all he's got the, all the background stuff already set up hmm, interesting so it's actually i don't know what the i don't know what the uh yeah how many how is. many of those has he recorded uh he does like one a week so he's been doing oh, a bunch nice. i've done i've been on a couple times with him so we can check out that one too yeah very cool can find it on your local podcast search engine wherever you find podcasts. Laugh and learn with Vern. You can hear my soft, tenored voice <laughs> with all kinds of fun jokes. You, you can actually here's a teaser. You can uh, learn about how both Vern and I uh, work side by side with serial killers in uh, mall food courts. Oh my god! We actually share that commonality, which is insane. Oh, we definitely got to check that one out. <laughs> so you can check that out. That's a good teaser. Uh, speaking of learning, I just wanted to touch real quick on the uh, Chicago Real Estate Awards uh, that got pushed back in March because of everything that was going on. It's now at the end of June. One of the best, um, one of the best parties never to have be had this was year. Great. What, what Along was it? with Neocon and all the other, I know all the other tragedies. No, Neocon was supposed to be this week as well. Um, architect of the year, Gensler. Congrats! I know Thanks. it was all. I know it was all you. Uh, Shive Hattery, SCB, Red Harima, and then um, for interior design firm of the year is Box Studios, Gensler, Grec, G R E C. Excuse me, they're not they're not called Grec. You can't call them Grec. I don't. I don't think Does so. Does the industry call them Grec, or are they just are they trying? Is it like when people when I used to work at SOM, people yeah. some people used to say SOM, and everybody. When you worked at SOM and someone said SOM, you're like, motherfucker, <laughs> fuck you. So that's what I'll, that's probably how Greg feels. They're yeah. like, dude, we're DREC. I think it's DREC. Yeah. For sure. And so when you call them Greg, they like all like the hairs on the back of their neck stand up. <laughs> I get it. 
So ID firm, we got Box Studios, we got Gensler again. Congrats, all of you. Uh, we got GREC, uh, Lamar Johnson. What? Again, another one. Love that guy. All of you. Um, SCB again, and Whitney Architects, and then oh. Wright Harima as well. So I mean, that's that's quite a big list there for interior design from the year. Sounds like sounds like, hey, if you're with the CRE, uh, it sounds like with dark. Who? The CRE, like the oh CRE, yeah. oh the yeah, guys yeah, who, gotcha. the guys yeah, who yeah. ultimately decide the winner. I know. I was supposed to have Dylan on here the uh, the other day. My suggestion is dartboard. Store dart. Still the darts. I mean, you could actually like double it up because like half these firms are in both categories. So exactly. I say, here's what I say: take three darts, throw them simultaneously, <laughs> have a sticker on each one of them about who, what category. And like whatever the dart lands, that's who wins <laughs> for this year and this year only. <laughs> oh man! And then make sure that the winner gives you ten thousand cans of food before you give the award out. Yeah, right. Nothing less than ten thousand cans. All these motherfucking firms can afford it. Don't let them lie to Don't you. Lie to you. That like some bullshit about this like economy is like stopping them. They have a fucking giant bank account. They can pay you 10,000 cans of food for the needy. It's for a good cause. They can write it off on their taxes. I'm sure it helps. Yeah, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to. That's my plug. There Darts, you go. Perfect. 10,000 cans or no award. There you go. Period. That's great. That's a baseline. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I feel like that's a good way to uh, to cap this off. I mean, we flipped that thing over three times. So All I think, right. I think uh, we're pretty no, good no on this guy. No improv games for the end of this? No, no. Hey, what are, what, what's an improv game? Which one? Um, you can do like. Um, do you want to do? Do you want to try one real quick? For sure. you can edit this out for for the millions of fans. Yeah, for the millions of fans. All right, here here we go. Here we go. We're gonna use Kristen. Kristen, <laughs> give me an object you can find in the trunk of your car. Anything you found in there? Don't think th- a blanket. <laughs> a blanket. So this is this game is called Sex with Me. Oh my god! So, sex with me is like a blanket, always warm and cuddly. Gotcha. Now I'm supposed to say sex with me. Sex with me is like a blanket, and then you give the punchline. Long and soft. Was that perfect? See, was there you go. Perfect. You win. Perfect. There you go. Well, thank you again, my man. Good job. I Good job, Felix, it. on your first your improv. first improv thank improv you. game. I hope I nailed it. Did you, you see gave, that one? You give me. You a, was that another? Was that another pun? Well, sort of. Okay. But you have to have a subject to, like, nail it to. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Thank Brett you. Brett Taylor, everybody. Um, we'll, we'll catch up here soon, man. You can find me on Marina City. Yeah, uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, just knock on the door. We're accepting visitors. I have beer, and we love company. So I, even though I don't know you, just come up. Thanks. Your safety is Take important. Care. If you observe unattended packages, vandalism, or suspicious activity, inform CTA personnel immediately.